Well, hello, Lighthouse family. How you doing? How you doing, Pat? Not too bad. How about you? Good. I'm yeah. Grant. I'm here with Patrick Cox. We are introducing uh, this episode of Lighthouse Stories. Um, but before we do that, what's going on this week? Tonight's Let's in groups see. up and going. Yeah, tonight's in groups. We've got a work day coming up uh, work the day. 14th. There you go. Um, at 9 a.m., I believe. Or is it are 8 a.m.? You, you don't have kids at 9 a.m. 9 okay, to 1, 9 lunch is provided. You don't have kids yet, but no. are you You are super involved in coaching at Trinity Christian High School. Yeah. Uh, are you feeling like somebody like pushed go on a supercharger <laughs> in life and just like let it go recently? Yeah, I definitely. Feel like, I feel like we were moving fast and getting a lot done and working hard but man the last since school started i just feel like it's been nuts it's been <laughs> nuts and i don't even have back to school night tonight <laughs> that's right back to school night tonight sorry it's our memories it, yeah <laughs> Source it's good i'm looking forward to it tonight's a cool experience because i'm my son's teacher i, I teach one class and zach's in it mm -hmm. and so i like in its first period so I will say, hi, I'm Mr. Combs, and here's what contemporary issues looks like. And then I will join that crowd and be <laughs> like sitting next to them in the next class, uh, yep. be just being a parent. So <laughs> it's pretty cool. But yeah, I feel uh, I feel like with the whole like all good stuff, mm -hmm. small groups and and, you know, worship stuff and and uh, it's just a. a such a neat little church family. And the podcast, too. Like, summer mm -hmm. seemed like, oh, we can do this. And now it's fall. And I'm like, whoa, can we do this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but stories like this are worth telling. I'm excited exactly. for people to hear John uh, and Joanne Williams' story. Just awesome people. Mm -hmm. Have you been to their house? I haven't. Oh, dude. I haven't. Get invited. It, you will feel <laughs> you feel like family, like when you step in the door, mm. and uh, the it, the food is great, and the conversation is great. Both of these two can tell a story. Yeah, like not just do they have two good stories to tell, but these these are folks that know how to tell a story. The art of storytelling is a special gift. <laughs> it is. That's right, <laughs> and they've got it. Yeah, John. Uh, John's a Dodger fan, and so he mm. and my dad were best friends. <laughs> That's, yep. And John and I will be talking baseball, and, and Joanne's just rolling her eyes like, "Oh, we were going to leave, and now, yep. <laughs> now, now we're, we're not. Be, now we're not. That's right." <laughs> so, two wonderful people, two dear friends, and really special part of um, of the ministry here at at Lighthouse. Super involved in. Uh, serving for iHelp and mm. our homeless ministries and and just been really important around here a long time. So I'm looking forward to everybody getting to know them. Uh, again, if you would like to uh, have your story told, we would love to interview you, Lighthouse family. So you can uh, call the office or talk to either Patrick or or me or Tiffany, um, and we'll get you, get you in here and have a good talk. Um, yeah, have a good week, Pat. You too. All right, man. Roll the music. Will do. Hey, Lighthouse.
house. It is good to see you this morning through the zeros and ones of the digital airwaves. Hey, I'm sitting here today with Joanne Williams and her dashing husband, John. How are you guys doing? Great. You guys doing okay? Great. Fine, thank you. I've been looking forward to having you guys in because we've had many conversations and they've all been great. You guys are good storytellers and I'm looking forward to hearing some good stories. Um, so what do we need to talk about? We need to talk about Jesus and we need to talk about baseball yeah. and we need, <laughs> which is Joanne's favorite. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I do want to hear what it was like. Cause you had, you raised kids playing ball and you were the, and no daughters, no daughters. So just raising up boys playing baseball in Monterey. And this is kind of a baseball town. Kind of the world revolves around it at the youth level. And so I want to hear some stories about that before we're done. And, but where does, where's your guys story begin? Are you guys both locals? Uh, my dad was military and he ended up here just before he turned three years old. Just before you were three. Mm -hmm. And you've been in this area since. Well, except when I was gone in the service and stuff okay. like that. I came back in 67. All right. Um, and Joanne, you've been here. Five, I'm trying to think. Five generations. Five yeah, generations. Right? Five. Do you know what year that gets us back to? Well, my grandparents came from Italy. Uh, let's see. My mother would be 90 if she was alive. So the early, the early 1900s, they, my grandfather came first and then sent for my grandmother. Huh. And then they proceeded to have five children that all stayed in Monterey. Yeah. So I have 21 first cousins in, in, in the Monterey. Area. There's three passed away, but in the area. Wow. Nobody left. So now we're just multiplying with husbands and grandchildren. We're probably over 100 now. Just take, and what's just your maiden name? My it was Evangelista. My father was from New York, but my mother was a Bruno Cardinale. Okay. So it's all that mess. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big family. There's cars and real yes. estate and all kinds five of hair fishermen. Five hairdressers. Uh, yeah. Clothing stores, uh, automotive, just on and on. So how, like, how do you identify as Italians? Still? Yes. That's yes. like a big part of who yes. you are as your Italian. I never know how to fill out a form. When it says ethnic, I go, oh. What do I put? White or Italian? <laughs> you just put pasta. Yeah, that's right. That's what Ethnicity, I do. Ethnicity. Yeah. Pasta. Sauce. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so, well, then we need to talk uh, before this is done about where in town to get the best, most, most authentic Italian food. Okay. Besides your house. Okay. Because yeah. I've, I've had that at your house. At, at a house. Is at the, a house. That's the only answer. restaurant. Is that right? <laughs> We uh we really enjoyed Il Vecchio. Love it. Oh, yeah. My girlfriend works there. Yes. Is that right? Good. Sally. Yeah. She probably waited on you. She she's the manager. Okay. Yeah. It's a great place. And to really eat. like homey in there. Yeah. Chairs hanging on yeah, the wall. I like it. We went for our anniversary, and it's one of those places that like there's people in ties and there's people in flip flops, and it's all just kind of Tuesday nights. I think it's family style. Check it out. Yeah, somebody was telling yeah. me about this. You so take the kids. It's not a lot, and they just bring it all out there. And it's not like, what would you like? It's no. like, this is what there He's is. He's cooking a certain pasta, a certain whatever. It's delicious, and it's, ah, it's reasonable. That sounds Yeah, yeah like, you would like that. It's a good family place. I would like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, tell me about growing up. You, How many brothers and sisters and all that, John? Oh, I technically there were six of us, uh, but my... Youngest sister, she died at three, huh. and uh, the rest of us has been here. Yeah, I got one, uh, one in Wa a brother in Washington State. Yeah, a sister and her husband is in uh, Oregon, and then I have a, a two brothers here. And what high school did you go to? 
Monterey High. Mongo Doors. There, there was no Seaside High in my day. Oh, is that right? No. Before. You predate Seaside High School. I <laughs> like it. Not I me. like it. Is it <laughs> to be clear? Uh, there was Seaside High when I went to school. <laughs> That's excellent. And so uh, what was high school like for you? What'd you do? I, I thought it was very enjoyable. Yeah. I No, I really, I think you're the best years you'll ever have be high school. Yeah. I, I don't think you have the fun and the... Because there's not a lot of responsibility that you have. You're able to do what you want, basically. Uh, not what I wanted, but I mean. Yeah, but there were yeah. there were good options, opportunities. Yeah. And it, was this a good place to go to high school? Pretty. Oh, yeah. 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 I enjoyed it. It yeah. was an old building. Then. It wasn't new. Same place? Yeah. Yeah. Same spot. And did you, were you a jock, play sports, or was school uh, your thing? Well, see, we were off there, and I was playing football, and there was a, very little chance I would ever see the field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because in my senior year, our two running backs were all American. Oh, my and gosh. And the fullback ended up playing seven years for the Washington Redskins. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. And, and that was, that year, we were, my understanding was we were rated the number one team in high school wow. in the United States. Is that little Monterey High? Little Monterey High. Yeah. Man, that is yeah. awesome. Yeah. It was about the same size it is now? No. Uh, they had to go on double sessions one of my years. Really? It was so big, yeah. It was just too big. So it serviced like all of the military families yes. in the area. Everything was here, all yeah. the way from like Marina, where Marina wasn't incorporated. Yeah, there was, yeah, Marina, everybody here, even at that time, Big Sur now goes to Carmel High. But back when I was in high school, they came Mon there. Is that Mon right? only school. So that's a lot of kids from a lot of different kinds of growing up. Yeah, for... we had like 2,800 students my, my uh, sophomore year. Wow. That's a lot. That's of when they you think that stadium team. can't fit 2,800? No. Oh. Oh, yeah. Can it? Can it? That, yeah. Is but that the, right? See, back then, we never played there. It was always at NPC. Yeah. Oh, is right. that right? NPC. Yeah. Huh. And so, what high school did you go to, Joanne? Monterey High. You did? Yeah. Okay. And what what was I your jam? I did didn't you, have the, the Did you do extracurricular stuff? I didn't have the experience John did because I chose in my junior year to go to beauty college. Yeah. So, I left school every day at 12, walked down to Alvarado. And checked into our, it was a big beauty college on Alvarado. Hmm. So I spent half of my junior and half of my senior year. So what happened, it kind of, it took away from the school for me. Yeah. I was so into the, I loved the beauty college that I spent just those, from 8 to 12 and that was it. So I didn't, uh -huh. I didn't enjoy it as much as he did. I hmm. didn't really go to football games and all that. I didn't have a boyfriend. He was older than me. So yeah. by my senior year, he wasn't anywhere near, so. Well, did that make it where you had friends that were a little older than you? Yes. It seems yes. like going yes. to beauty college, you'd have more yes. like friends in your 20s. Yes, I did. And I was like the youngest. And uh -huh. so it. looking back, I want my grandchildren and my, I made my sons enjoy your high school years. Those yeah. go by and you, there's no memories. I don't have any prom pictures. I don't, oh, you know, that. Yeah. I, I'm sorry for that now. Yeah. I'm sorry. I should have joined in more. I'm yeah. not going, but I wasn't in high school. I didn't, you know. Didn't, didn't didn't reach out. The things that seem important yeah. to you yeah. are you just like I was going to work go, forever. I didn't know right. that. Why I didn't did I realize work? I was going to work forever anyway. Why didn't I? You know, put the time in. I chose work over school yeah. in high school too much, yeah. and I chose work over school in college too much yeah. too. Where I really was not no. successful my first couple of years of well, college because I wanted to, to. If I could work, I'd work instead of go to class. Yeah. And if there was a used record store, I'd go there too. <laughs> So there's a connection there too. My mom, you know, is a hairdresser. I know that. I and know that. went to beauty school and stuff. And I always said that she was like she was a psychologist. Yeah. You have to be. Just like Yeah. 
you people sit there and they're enjoying what you're doing, like, you know, getting there. I have one cluster client left, one, uh-huh. of 50 years ago when I started. Wow. June will be 50 years I've had a license. Uh. I have one. I lost three last year mm. of the original, the original. Yeah. I mean, they're, you know, yeah. so they're in their 90s now. And I that, was 18. That culture's kind of changed. Like mm-hmm. I, I, And I kind of want to talk about that. Baseball culture has really changed, too. And those are, you know, when my mom, I remember being a kid where it wasn't where somebody would say, oh, I feel like getting a haircut today. But it was like, oh. I get my hair set on Friday. Yes. And I don't know if that was the only time they washed their hair. Yes. Probably. Most, yes. And then they sat under the big hairdryer, which I guess is yes. still a thing it's still that, there. that happens. Some of them. But not not like no. like that was what yeah. kind of the, the random or the uh, the regular rhythm of everybody's life. And let and me put in there, little boys came to get a haircut. Yeah. They weren't allowed to have the hair that we have today. Ah. My sons didn't, and my, cl- no, no. Time for a haircut, your hair's growing. Yeah. Time to get it cut. <laughs> yeah. Today we don't have that control anymore. Somehow it slipped and kids are... You know, purple, green, red, half off. I don't know. And I guess I'm getting old. I don't know. Well, I had long hair. Well, that's great. <laughs> but my father was military. <laughs> and you were gonna, that's and right. good thing we were three girls. Or it would have been buzzed. <laughs> that's right. Okay? You know, yeah. He was weird like that. I wish I... Uh, yeah, so I always say the reason I cut my hair was that I had a van that didn't have air conditioning. <laughs> and it was Southern California. It was so and it hot. got to the point where I was like, I can't I take can't this. I can't take hair. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so... So, uh, so you kind of, uh, regret might not be the word, but like missed out on some missed things. Out. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I would say regret. That's a good word. I mean, I do. I look back and I think those are memories you should have made at the time. Yeah. They didn't seem important, but they are as you get older. Yeah. So I, I, I want my, I wanted my boys, they did it and I'm looking forward to my grandchildren doing it. Yeah. You know, involve yourself a little more. And when you're a kid, you're just, your eyes are always on the future. On the future. It's like one or the other, right? It's yeah. like your eyes, some kids don't think about the future at all. No. They're just living for a good yeah. time right now. Yeah. And the other temptation is is only looking at the future, future. and forgetting and to enjoy your life. Right now. Yeah, that's yeah. how it happens when you get older, too. It does. It's yeah. still there. It's As still I think there. about stuff at church, yeah. it's like that. You yeah. know, it's always, what are we doing next? What are we doing next? Mm-hmm. When every once in a while, it's okay to go, it's oh, just it's fun okay. being us. us. Yeah. That's good. Hmm. All right. So one of the things I always want to talk about is first cars cars did you have a car in high school what was that no first car were was was shoes when i I got married Uh uh-huh john my first car was our husband his yeah my father i was 18 when i got married he said you want a wedding or a car i said well i better take the wedding because the car is going to blow up someday (laughs) and i'll be alone (laughs) so i took the wedding and that's a true story you know that (laughs) he said i'll buy you a used car or i'm going to pay for your wedding i'll take the wedding Man, if only a wedding these days cost only what a used car costs. And we had 250 people. Yeah. It wasn't that much. Where'd you get married? At the uh, officer's club at uh, Presidio. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. Yeah, it was a nice place. Very yeah. nice place. Yeah. So you were out of high school while Joanne yeah. was still in high school, John. Yeah. And so high school was sports, extracurricular stuff. Did you do, were you in clubs and? No. Did I you really work? Club, uh, clubs, you know. I was from right up the street here, actually, about two blocks from uh-huh. where I grew up at. Uh-huh. And uh, it, it, there was a group. There was four of us. Basically, we were always together. Yeah. And stuff. One was two of them, uh, two of them were older, uh-huh. and the other two were two was the year ahead of us, and two was the same us two. Uh, the other two was the same year. Yeah. And we were always together. 
Played yeah. a lot of pool downtown yeah, Monterey. Right. Yeah. Shooting pool all the time. Yeah. yeah. That's fun. You know, you can't replace the friends you have when you're a kid. That, yeah. No. That's, we've said that before here, but just that that when you have so much time yeah. to pour into friends yeah. and you're all trying to figure out who you are, who you are at the same time. And do you still keep in contact with any of well, those guys? Well, two of them are, are dead. Uh-huh. And uh, the other one, I know he lives in Sacramento, I heard, because mm. I just see his cousin, talk to his cousin mm. and stuff. But I haven't talked to him or seen him in years and years and years. Yeah. And stuff. It's, it's easy to let those things just slip. You or reach out. Yeah, you know, I called a buddy not too long ago who... I grew up with and we're just nothing like our it's funny how much we had in common and then as you in high school and we just have nothing in common now you know like our lives are very different and that our careers are very different so it was great but it was so that's why i don't call more you know i'm just like i'm not sure what we talk about but but i did call and it it was a it was yeah my favorite 15 minutes of that week definitely just hearing his voice and i think especially you know like he doesn't know me as Pastor Grant. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, he, just, hey, yeah, he's just hey, Grant, and and he remembers all the dumb stuff. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, I'm not, you better be not interview him. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. He is not welcome. That's a whole different podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, how old were you guys when you got married? I was 18, and I was 26 in some months. All right, so just a baby, baby. Yeah, and how did you meet? So I hear there's, there's multiple versions of well, this story. Go ahead. Is there agreed upon? Let's see. I don't know. We should have got, talked about this before we got <laughs> you here. You know, I'm trying to remember. I think we met at uh, El Patio Restaurant, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Yeah. It was uh, my best friend then. That was his dad's restaurant. And uh-huh. so we were always in there, and her and her girlfriends were in there. Uh-huh. And so we happened to meet there. I don't know how we met in there. At but a wedding I mean, after that. But then, uh-huh. I, oh I, yeah, I was at her wedding that her mother was friends with the bride the the mother of the bride and stuff yeah. like that and so just ran I ran, ran into her there just for a minute and stuff and saw it again later at the El patio mm-hmm. now, i was 17 okay so i had a curfew. But she never told me that <laughs> of course not. so now i'm kind of interested in him and i think he's kind of cute he yeah. seems like a nice guy yeah and now i'm looking at my watch and we're all talking we're all sitting there at the table everybody having cokes it's 10 to 11. It's 11 o'clock. I'm supposed yeah, to be yeah. home at 11. Yeah. So how do I say to him, I know he's older. I got to go home. I can't say nothing. So I'm looking at my girlfriend. She's looking at me. Finally, I go, okay, I'm late now, so forget it. So we're just sitting there. All of a sudden in the window, I see my father's green truck. <laughs> oh and with gosh. a big smile on his face, he took his finger and said, come here. Yep. And I said to everybody, oh, I have to go home. We got in the car. And on the way, he said, you're dead. But I don't want your, your friends to see you. But you're not leaving the house for two weeks. So uh-huh. that's as long as you know that. Uh-huh. And I cried all the way home. Yeah. And that's how the first time I met you. <laughs> Getting into trouble Tro- from the beginning. Yeah, from the beginning. <laughs> Very good. Because that's how it started. Yeah. I have a story kind of like that, too. I fell asleep at my girlfriend's house playing Monopoly with oh her God. family. And like the most innocent thing. Monopoly's boring. Yeah. All apologies to whoever makes Monopoly. And um, and fell asleep and then woke up at 2 in the morning just panicked. And for some reason, they were just like, throw a pull blanket up, over pull, him. Pull, yeah, leave him. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> and had a similar <laughs> conversation with yeah, my father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was very it was similar. similar. Yeah. yeah. You got to have some of those stories. You though. have to. Yeah, have it was to. fun. So after, so where does military service fit into this storyline? Oh, I just... I went into the service and I'm an asthmatic. 
Okay. And they finally said, hey, we got to put you out. Was that before you met Joanne? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I met her after I was out of college. I went to MPC and got my degree and stuff, and uh, that was after that. Mm-hmm. And stuff. Actually, I was going on my way to Sac State and never made it because we met. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. That's, isn't that? I mean, those are the good things about romances, the sacrifices you made and the things you did, the things you didn't do. And when when I first met Tiffany, I, I mean, I went home from our first date saying this is the girl I'm going to marry. And um, and she did not feel the same. Same. Thing. Yeah. She did not go home and say I just met the man of my dreams. Um, and so I had a chance to go and back when Czechoslovakia was actually a country, um, had a chance to go and, and teach English or do, I forget what the opportunity was for six months. And it was like two weeks after I met Tiff and I thought, there's no way she's waiting for me. You know what I mean? I could yeah. not ask her, but I knew that I wanted to, to be with her. figure that yeah. out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And she, I knew she'd get swooped up. <laughs> If I wasn't there, so that's fun to make those to remember those kind of things you did, things yeah, you didn't do. That you did, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so a couple of boys. Yes. Yeah. We were married uh, four years. When Mark was before born. Mark was born, four uh, years, about and four then four years, when uh, and then another three years before Matt came. Yeah. Yeah. Well, almost four. Four year again. Yeah. 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 And I was done. That was I figured I, I wanted one girl. I thought if I'm going to go for another one, I'm going to get a boy. Done. Yeah. All bo- basically yeah. boys all, his, in my family. All family. Three boys, a lot of boys. Yeah. 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 So I was done at two. I haven't been sorry. I've got beautiful granddaughters and daughter-in-laws, but yeah. wasn't going to keep going. No. No. <laughs> I knew I had to work. There's yeah, If I had the option right. of staying home yeah. or at least, you know, but, you know, the way things are on this peninsula, you have two people have to work. That's right. So I didn't want to do that to three kids, daycare, all that. Yeah. My mother was still working. Later on, as they got to be maybe, what, eight and ten, she retired? No, she, she retired. Uh, Mark they, uh, was in high, high school. High school, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, so that's... So that's... Of, the reason there's a pause is that one of your granddaughters is here <laughs> she just running ran around, by. running she past the window. A hundred miles an hour. I thought, where's she going? I always think as long as they have clothes on. It's yeah, when no. they streak past the window without clothes on that I go, oh, no. <laughs> something, no. something bad has happened. No. But anyway, they... Uh, yeah, no. We... They really were. We had a... We had good times when they were growing up. Oh, we, yeah. we neither one of us ever, of ever missed a baseball game. It started yeah. with Mark well, Young. I coached him. Through. Yeah. Most and of so we never, my mother school. was involved, you know, the families were involved. Then my sister had a boy and then he played ball. So our life seemed to be, when it was all over, it was, it was sad. Enjoy it. Anybody who has the chance. I feel sorry for parents that just drop their kids off at events and don't, don't yeah. take part. Yeah. I just, I worked the snack shack. I watched yeah. them. I, I mean, there was a time when I, my voice carries a little bit and one of the umpires <laughs> stopped the game and he... <laughs> I said, come on, Maddie, get in there, dig in there, get that, watch the ball, Matt. He flipped his helmet back. He turned to me and he said, yours? I said, yes. He said, how many? More. I said, the last one. He said, thank God. He flipped his mask down and he said to everybody, play ball. I mean, the whole stands looked at me. I wasn't being rude. I was no. just telling my son, You're just giving that dig guy in there. You're going to see that ball because he was a little more timid than his brother. Uh-huh. But... I don't think they would have enjoyed it if I didn't talk. 
Oh. Oh, well, and again, it's memories. Like, it's that's memories. Mark will tell you. There's times when I heard my mother, I'd say, get that ball. And he'd say, oh, God, that's my mother. Did your, you know? did your kids call you by your first name? I remember no. yelling from the dugout, <laughs> mom, mom. And nobody's mom would turn their head. So you had to yell Fran. And then she would turn her head because everybody's yelling mom. That's so you cute. Had, yeah. That's cute. I don't remember. Maybe yeah. I don't remember that part. So you guys really, for while you were raised in your family, just very family-centered. Mm-hmm. Family is super important to you. Yeah, we always had dinner together. Every night. That's every night. Was which, which I can tell you, as somebody who's raising athletes playing youth sports, that's almost impossible. Yeah, I don't know how you did that. We did yeah. that. Why was that so important to you, John? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I was kind of a... When I was going to go to college, I actually was trying to going to be a clinical psychologist. So I had mm. a lot of sociology stuff in and they said it's important for things like that to always have your dinner meal together. Mm. And we did it. I grew up time. that way. I did that as a family. You we know, did that growing you know, up. Even I, if it's like 9 o'clock after? Well, if it was like after games and stuff, a lot of times we go to, you know, McDonald's you, right, or somewhere go, like that. But still, still we're sitting around the table, together. the yeah. four of you. Yeah. 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 But yeah. I used to do a lot of crock pots in those days. Yeah. Uh-huh. We did a lot of things where so our meal was done. Yeah. So we didn't have to eat junk food. We couldn't afford to go out every night. I think right. sometimes there was three or four games in a week. We couldn't do that. That's right. Yeah. So we either, you know, made sandwiches that I took to the park mm-hmm. or he took or, you know, it it worked. My mother would kind of pitch in and say, okay, I, I'll feed them after school and get them done so you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about that. But it was important. And they'll tell you that. Yeah. My sons today will tell you. They remember those days. They knew a lot of kids that were, you know, the, the fam- families couldn't do that. Not that they were any less. They couldn't. And they, they, they feel that was important. Well, and with both of you working, I know, John, I'd love to hear some stories about this too, but you had some major career changes even. Yeah. And so yeah. through different kinds of careers, yeah. Yeah. and Joanne, you yeah. always working, but it, this is the non-negotiable. Non- is, non-negotiable. We're sitting around. No. And, and I, they could bring a friend. And I can't imagine you were the kind of, you know, family that sat silently oh, at the oh table. Lord. Like the, the boys are no. telling stories oh, about yeah. their day yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're... And he's talking over and who's talking over that? And then they're starting to fight while we're eating. And I go, okay, stop. Yeah. You know, but it was a normal family. But that, this way, you know, they're friends. Yeah. Like you, you hear the names that Absolutely. they're talking about. I still see all those kids. They come up to me when they see me in a store. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's sweet. You know, that Mrs. Yeah. Williams, I go, no, Joanne. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it's yeah. sweet. But really, our, our our boys were at mealtime, and even at really, especially going out to dinner. Oh somewhere, yeah, no, no, they they, they were very good. They were. Behaved. I gotta say, they were very good. So when did when did sports become a big part of your family? Just like t-ball, super early. Well, yeah, uh, Mark actually didn't start his t-ball till uh, he was eight years old. Really, mm. I used to play with him, you mm-hmm. know, throwing him ball and yeah. everything like that. But uh, when he was eight years old, and right then you, I could see he was he was really pretty good. good. Yeah. He loved it. Yeah. Did he you come it. from a sports family, Joanne? Yeah, my father was uh, all American, uh, all Army um, football. Tackle. He was actually my father a was contract. a monster. <laughs> oh, your father was a monster. So that truck outside did yes. not have a mousy man stepping out. No, oh, no, no. no. His, he was actually offered a, a contract. Yes. With the L.A. Rams, you might not have heard of this guy. There was another guy at Fort Ord with him named Dick Night Train Lane. Night Train Lane, he played with my dad. He is actually a Hall of Famer with the Detroit Lions. So he was had the most interceptions, all that. And they played together. They offered one to him and one to Night Train Lane. And Al said, because back then you just got paid for. 
Yeah, the much he, yeah, he, he couldn't afford there to be a no professional call. football player. Yeah, yeah. I think he said they they offered him it was like twenty five hundred dollars a, a yeah. year for him to play pro football. Yeah, and stuff. So, and so did you grow up in a in a sports family? No. Okay, you didn't. So it's just that was part of our lifestyle in the area here. Yeah, I the area. Right That's area. right. It's the area. In the area. And even more so, like with the although the wealth in our area now, yes. I think a lot of kids are playing. They're playing lacrosse. Yes. And they're playing. You yeah. know, everybody's playing soccer. But really, it was baseball, baseball, baseball and baseball. Baseball, right? basketball, and football. Okay, the big it was three. the three big three, and that's, that's what you, you know. You did. Were high school sports? like popular to go to oh yeah, yeah. is that time. right like oh, yeah. i always i we kinda... would fill up the yeah when friday Monterey nights high played football at yeah. npc the stadium would be full, full. it'd be the place to go on friday night there was How nothing fun. else for the kids to and do. was was npc well supported like that too yeah yeah, yeah uh, I think yes so. and no I, yeah, yes it was yeah. yeah i mean they were they were very successful back then too uh-huh and stuff and uh you know i i always talk about i wish we had more like CSUMB. I know they need a football team. That'd be awesome. But they do. But um, man, it's fun to go to basketball games there. Yeah, it oh, is. I haven't been there. It's so oh. fun. You would love it. It's a. It's not a huge gym. Yeah. But it's rocking, and the oh, cheerleaders are doing their stuff. Oh, we should go. And it's fun. Um, but you know the baseball, and I love going to baseball games there too. But it's you know metal seats, and it's kind of cold, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I can see why it's not. Like catching more on. the thing to do, to catching on, yeah. yeah. But um, but man, wouldn't that be fun to have yeah. that college town feel? feel. And, and they're good. Like the teams there do really well. And so, uh, but anyway, so so Monterey was very kind of sports centric. Oh, very much so. Yeah, yeah. And so you didn't grow up in a sports family, but then mm-hmm. you raised a sports family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Mark's eight, Matt's four, four got the little plastic bat <laughs> doing doing all that and um and so that was kind of how you raised your family doing that kind of stuff i have a picture i wish i could show you i find it one day matt's about five or six and his little feet hurt from the cleats so uh-huh. we got home i filled a tub of water warm yeah. water and bubbles yeah he's got his hat on sideways mm-hmm. he's out like a light in the chair with his feet in the warm water it was mm-hmm. like priceless it, it was a picture that someday I'm going to blow it up for his kids uh, <laughs> and frame it. It's so cute. One of, one of those try to get his his kids in yeah. that same pose yeah, and try yeah, to do yeah, the generational so thing. Yeah. So uh, this will be interesting to nobody but me and you, uh, John. But how? Do, one of the things we share is a love for L.A. teams. Mm-hmm. I'm an Angel fan, but I love the Dodgers. Yeah. You love the Dodgers. We're both Ram fans. Yeah. How'd that happen growing up here? Well, I, I uh, was always a Ram fan. As why? Long why? As I can, why not I the Niners? Why. Just as because long as I can remember. Because like you the love the Lord. Yeah, I said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Rams. And I actually was a Yankee fan uh, in oh, baseball. Oh, but you're forgetting. And Mr. Steinbrenner yeah, yeah. bought him, and I yeah. did not like the way he was. I, Billy Martin got hired and fired 17 yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't watch him anymore because All of right. you know and stuff. And so then, and I, I, I liked uh, I. Like the Dodger style, they mm-hmm. really worked hard, and they had Sandy Kay then, yeah, and talking. some really and played well, and they yeah. did well, and I just liked them, so I started watching right them, and I, my son Mark got to liking them and stuff, and he's still a Dodger fan. We're all still Dodger fans, other than like my it. son Matt, he's a Giant fan because he had Matt a name saying name Matt Williams. Well, the, that's a good the, point. Yeah. If your name's Matt Williams, you're probably yeah, so end cute. Up. He used to he dig, was. Yeah. He, in fact, he was in a he was in a sports magazine about. Yeah. Players who had high school players with the same name. Oh, is that right? yeah, 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 it was cute. Oh, it was cute. Uh, that's cool. And so, um, 
So raise the family in the same house. Mm -hmm. Yes. So tell me about career changes. You have done a couple of kind of yeah. very different things. Well, I was actually was uh, I was supposed to be a summer job and just driving moving vans. Yeah. Ended up doing it for eight and a half years. Yeah. And stuff. And then I, I left that and went into real estate and I ended up managing a, a real estate company in the area. Mm. We had three offices and 30 salesmen. Should have mm. never managed. Yeah. <laughs> it drove me crazy. But, uh, yeah. and then I, you know, when the bottom fell out of it in like 1980, 79, 80, it was 80, actually at the end of 80 that I said, hey, I got to get out of this because yeah. you couldn't buy and sell a house. 21% yeah. interest was kind of holy smoke, killer, yeah. you know, and Whew. stuff. So I uh, went and got, because I had in the moving business, there was a friend of mine that we used to work together. We weren't friends uh, per se, like running around friends, but we knew each other from working together. Yeah. And he had bought a moving company. And I ran into him, and I talked to him, and uh, he says, "John, would you like to be a sales? I could, we got this company. We haven't got a sales. I need a sales. And to get, because I had a sales background in yeah. real estate, and and then I had the moving background physically. Yeah. He says, take me two to three years to get somebody where you're at. So yeah. I did, and I got very successful at it. And did it for thirty something years. Yep. You're you enjoy a conversation. Like you like people. Mm -hmm. You I could see yeah. how. It, How you'd be good at that? Yeah, well, when I was young, I wasn't though. Is was, that right? You I had to grow quiet. into that. Is that yeah. right? The sales, being a salesman, did that to you. You know, you, huh. you, you, because if you can't talk, you're not going to get it. That's right. People are people don't read you're minds. Not make very any well. money, <laughs> yeah, you know? that's right. But I was very successful at it. Mm. I, you know. So you were quiet as a kid. Well, uh, yeah, basically, yeah. I was not. I was not the guy in the class raising his hand to answer a question. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. And how about you, Joanne? Were you pretty gregarious from day yeah, one? Yeah, uh, that's a nice to put it. That's nice. Thank you for uh, putting it that way. You are one yeah. of the more friendly people I on the planet. Yeah, just like people. You like people. I was in trouble more than I was not for talking, <laughs> right? Yeah. Are you talking in the back room? No, that wasn't me. Okay, well, I always had my hand up. When I went to grammar school, I went to, to the nuns. I went to Catholic school. So, you know, you'd want, you want to answer, and they'd get mad because you got to give somebody else a chance. Yeah. So when they wouldn't call me, I just blurt the answer out. Yeah. The, so I really was in trouble. Stop then. asking questions yeah. if you don't want answers. Yeah, so I just blurted out, eight, you know, nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's just me. Still that's like excellent. That. So you you uh, you went to Catholic school for eight years, and then I went from there. I went to Monterey High. Okay, yeah. that's a big jump. Was yeah, it all it girls was, Catholic school? Yeah, no, it was mixed. Okay, it was mixed. So it was it was hard leaving those friends, and I think that's why some uh, of it wasn't. Huh. I didn't join so much in high school. Yeah, but I had my eye on that beauty college, and I couldn't do that in a Catholic school. I had to go to a public school to offer those. See, the Catholic school didn't offer you that. What is that work experience? I think it was called. Uh. No. Public school, yes. Yeah. So that's, I had my eye on that. Yeah. I was tunnel visioned. I wonder if they still do that in public school. Uh, yeah, I, I remember oh, yeah. that growing up, that yeah, work no, no. experience, I'm like pretty leave sure. campus. Yeah, and... no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. It has huh. to be accredited. It has to be, yeah. you, know, you just can't leave and go be a waitress. I don't, right. I don't think. Have, right. It has to be a program. It has to be they're... a program. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I'm pretty sure they still do. I would huh. think so. I don't know. So what attracted you to... Well, I have four, three older cousins, and they were all hairdressers. And I always, I had two younger sisters. I, from an early age, I liked to do their hair. Yeah. Got to the point when we went to a wedding, I did their hair, not my mother. Mm -hmm. So it just was something. And I ruined everybody's dolls. So my yeah. mother said early, oh, she's cutting all the hair off. Yeah. She's going to be a hairdresser. <laughs> did you do that thing when you were little where you gave yourself a haircut? And... Oh, absolutely. And I yeah. dyed my father's hair black once. 
with his he, permission? Uh, no, he didn't know what color. I said, just sit still. You're starting to turn gray. He let me do it. Oh. He worked for PG&E. They, weren't, they made a lot of fun of him. It was blue in the sun. Yeah. He wanted to kill me. I never touched <laughs> his hair again. But he let me. He loved me. Yeah. I put pin curls in it sometimes. We watch TV. I'd do it on him. <laughs> you know, when the girls were little, I always thought, you know, I, I would be leading worship on a Sunday morning going, I wonder what would happen if everybody knew I have rainbow colored toenails oh, right now. Yeah, it was like Saturday nights, <laughs> Tiffany worked. Yes. And so I had painted, I got a pedicure from the girls every, every Saturday night. That's cute. Which of course, it's going halfway up your toe. To- all yeah. over your feet. All over the. Oh, and the rug and everything right. else. You have to put out paper yes, everywhere. Yes, everywhere. Those that's are the fun. good stuff. That's though. the fun stuff. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. So I'm sorry, we, we were talking about career change and stuff. So, um, so then your, your career from the early eighties on was, yeah, was in the moving, was was a moving salesman. Yeah. Yeah. And what a, like, what a important, um, integrity is really important in that business, right? A lot of, you know, sales is, if you develop a, a honesty, integrity, as your main thing, which I did, I, I don't know if I did them. It was just way in my nature, the way I was, and I uh, had I'd get people calling me all the time. I actually didn't have to go out and search for business for years. Yeah, they would call me. How much of that is is Jesus in you? Let's let's go back well, and think go. I'm when sure did you that had had a, had a lot to do with it? I mean, I've been around church since I was like in junior high school. Okay, so not not like little kid Sunday school. I a little bit now and then, but that was it. Your family didn't no. like prioritize church. No. So how did you come in contact with Jesus? Well, my sister, who uh, whose husband now is a retired Southern Baptist minister uh-huh. and stuff, she was the one where I really huh. had more. And then when my uh, older brother, who you know, who yeah. goes to church here, when he uh, got out of the service huh. and even became a police officer, he started dating a friend of hers who was a Christian and uh, went to the same church together and uh, ended up marrying her. Uh-huh. And so now, as you know, Ben's here now, and we've yeah. always been close and stuff. Yeah. So it was through through family. Yeah. yeah. And did you, I'm wondering what was attractive about Jesus to you back then. So was it just that you admired your siblings or was it that you saw no, I, change I, in them? No, I, it wasn't that. I think uh, I really, uh, the influence of them around me, I guess, was there. Mm. But for me, I always searched. To, that's why, for me, I, why I became a Southern Baptist was because I felt it was the closest religion I studied and tried to find about that was the closest to what the Bible mm-hmm. teach. You mm-hmm. know? And, uh, you know, of course, they're more of a conservative religion. And stuff, but that's why I think that that happened in mm-hmm. there. And so, so you you didn't want to settle for anything other than truth. Not, I mean, oh, there's yeah, truth yeah. in every oh, yeah, denomination. Yeah. But, but you're, but you're saying like you once you were presented with Jesus well, as well, an option, you wanted to get to the bottom of well, yeah, is just, he real? Just you know, and understanding what the procession is to become a Christian. Yeah, I mean. I, I think, I mean, to me, God made it a very simple thing. Yeah. It all it is, is between you and him yeah. and Jesus, of yeah. course, because Jesus is the only way we can get through there and stuff. 
And I, I think that was the big thing, mm-hmm. you know, is it's simple. And mm-hmm. I think, see, for me, and that's from having relationships and developing things with some really successful evangelists that I had met and some couple of ministers that were really good. Mm-hmm. I went to church at their churches. And so, you know, like I say, I found it, you know, it's so simple to become a Christian. Yeah. You know, it's it's your own personal relationship with Jesus and God. Yeah. And that's how you get there. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the way we believe that is the only way yeah. is to take and make your personal profession of faith and accepting Christ as your Savior. And yeah. that's what he came here for. Yeah. Because if he had never done that, we would never have it. Yeah. So, Joanne, you had a more circuitous route. Yes. You, it was it was it wasn't by choice you you know you're born into a family that were catholics yeah so we went to catechism we made all our our first communion our confirmation uh i went to catholic school for eight years i'm not saying i didn't believe in god but by all means i had all nuns that were oh. but it was <laughs> uh it was i don't want to say forced on you it was like when you don't want to eat liver and you have to it's huh. it's something that you grow up doing so in your family, there wasn't there wasn't a lot of discussion. No, and like there wasn't like, hey, I have some questions no. about some of this. No, none of that. No, no, my mother, it was what was taught to you, and yeah. that, that it was that, that was, it. was it. She was stronger in her faith than my father. Yeah. So, but he went along. You know, we all we went to church every Sunday. If you were yeah. sick, you got up, you went to church. I mean, that was mandatory. So I did it all my life until really until I met until I married John. Mm-hmm. So I, at 18, I was like, okay, I don't have to get up every Sunday anymore. Yeah. He went off to Southern Baptist Church, but I became a nobody. I didn't go anywhere. Yeah. A lot of Sundays I worked. It didn't even bother me that at that point I wasn't going to church anymore. I, I guess I just, I don't know what I thought at it, that time. I was young. It, well, and it, what, what, and am I, I right to say it was something that you hadn't really processed as part of you? No. It was like something that happened over there. Yes. Like going to your favorite restaurant yes, or something. Where exactly. you're like, hey, I, I go never, there, but I'm the same person and if I don't. People used it. to say, you know, you have to be you have to accept God. Well, of course I accept him. I know it. but I really didn't. Huh. I didn't know what the word accepting him did okay. meant. Yeah. yeah. Until about six or seven years ago. John had been going to this church all those years. And every now and then Since I come on Friday. I came here. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. I come here for Father's Day. I'd bring the boys. Sometimes the boys would come with them. Sometimes they wouldn't. Uh, I went to my own Catholic church very rarely. Then at Christmas, a, yeah. a, a really get the midnight bit, mass. Yeah, and all that. yeah. bad. You know, to yeah. me now looking bad, that was really not a good example for the boys. Mm. But um, that's kind of the way we did it. John has a brother. He's very very close to. They've never said two words to each other across in all the years, and the 50 years I've been in that family. Yeah. And they had a terrible falling out huh. over my son's divorce. Terrible. Uh. I prayed to God. I thought, this has got to stop. Came to church. The minister at the time gave a sermon that day. And I swear to you, I turned around, and I thought, somebody's behind me that told him what to say. Yeah. I looked both ways. I thought, to forgive and not to be mad at your brother, and I went. Hmm. I moved John out of the way. I said, move. He didn't know if I was going to the bathroom or where I was going. Hmm. But I went right to the front of that church and on my knees. Hmm. I asked that day, whatever I've done, you huh. did it. You did it. I'm here. Take me now because I, whatever mistakes I've made, huh. I ask you today, forgive me. And that's how I, and, and I, it, I have a personal relationship now that 
when I have a trouble or whatever, I know exactly who to talk to. That's such a beautiful story. And so it was, it was like the forgiveness. Was yeah. The, he said, like to the call, call to be, for, to yeah. Be and the for forgiveness hit me. Person. Yeah. And I knew that unless I get my forgiveness, I can't help him. And huh. within a week, him and his brother, I made sure Figured I called. Yeah. I said, please, you know, this has got to figure this out. Sit down. Yeah. And they did. Yeah. And it's over and it's done. Yeah. And I, and I'm forever grateful that sermon that day, it was God that was picked that sermon yeah. that said, you know, you got to forgive, you got to accept, accept. I said, accept. That's me. Yeah. Huh. I never accepted him. I knew he was there. Yeah. I knew in times when Mark had troubles or whatever, oh, I pray to God, but n- not like I do now. Yeah. Now I say, hey, I know you're listening to me. <laughs> you told me you were. Like, you better be. Like a father, not yeah. like a yeah. principal yeah. or no. something. No, no, I know he's there now. And it's it's a good feeling. Is it's that a... the is that the biggest difference? Yes. Be- is the knowledge of yes. the I, presence I, I, of God? Yes. I accepted that day. I always said, oh, I accepted God. N- no. Yeah. I accepted him because I was forced to go to a, a certain way of life. Yeah. Now it was my choice. And you know, no matter what denomination or, no. or faith or whatever you grew up in, there there comes that point where, look, your parents gave you the foundation. Absolutely. And pick, it's one pick God. To, pick to hang on to it or, yeah, or that's, don't. But, that's right. Um, but there does come a time in your adult life where you have to say, is this, is and, this for me? Or and many it? of my cousins that were on the same path as me have all chosen. Some are still going to the Catholic church, uh-huh. but a lot of them have found other churches. Yeah. And it's cool because we all say, you you praying to the same God? Yep. Yes. Yep. We all believe in the same God. word? Yes. Yep. So people go, oh, you changed religions. I go, really? Yeah. I changed religions. No, I have the same God. Yeah. I choose to go to a different house to worship. Sure. That's how I answer that. One Lord, one, one spirit, one you. baptism. How can you say you changed your religion? Yeah. No. Yeah. So, so that's important to me. That is, and I, and you know, t- also to say, this wasn't rejecting the faith no, that you grew up with. No, this was I a them. fuller acceptance. Yes, of I think what, my upbringing. Like your mom I think would be that thrilled. Yes, that, my mother would be thrilled today. Yeah, that I yeah. am in church. Yeah, well, any church. Yeah. Now you have to understand something too with her mother. Her mother still went to the Roman Catholic yes, Church. Yes, she did. Sure. But up the street here, there was a big movement by the yes. Assembly of God. Yes. Uh-huh. And they got a really a a ton of her family started saved going, started going yep. yeah started going there only at uh, on a wednesday night type thing yeah. okay. they were having a special thing yeah. for them and they became saved there yeah and uh now they live their life very religious yeah when i say religious the way we believe sure they yeah. are and clinging stuff. to christ and yes. they'll tell you and and, and there really is a number of them that we became closer over the years yes, because, because of, of that. Because we, away, you know, they understood how I under, believed yeah. and why I believed it. Yeah. Because they got it through that church up there. Yeah. Really and this is a big family you're talking big. about. When you're talking, I mean, I'm back yeah, to big. the 21 yeah, first, cousins first cousins thing. Without their husbands and wives. <laughs> without husbands That's and wives 40 and See, there kids. You go. And, yeah. and then everybody's got five, six, four. We only have two. I mean, there's a big family. So, I mean, you really have, I, I mean, I don't want to throw around words like revival or whatever but you've seen in your family really god do a pretty amazing work oh yeah very amazing very that's much the cool. most amazing and i love how he's used the assemblies of god church and the catholic upbringing and the and the baptist church and it's like god is just working in your family and i think the biggest awakening for me and i should have gone then and thrown myself where i belong on the floor in church but mm. 
when my mother was diagnosed with cancer and I had mm. two young boys and she was my life. I, my, I lost my father when I was young. Mm. And she said to me on the way home, I was not crying. I was driving my car. We got the death sentence. Mm. And she looked at me and she said, don't you shed one tear for me. Because mm. I know exactly where she I'm going. She had confidence. When she said that to me, it was like, until the day she died, I thought of those words. She was never afraid. Yeah. She took it like a trooper. She lasted a three years instead of six months. He gave us that time. But when she said that to me, I thought, I got to find what it is yep. that caused that. Yep. And I did. That is well and said. And now I can tell you every day, I have enough fear in the world to die. I don't want to leave my family. I don't want to leave my children. Does anybody? No, of course. But to be scared? No. I know exactly where I'm going, and I know who's waiting for me. I mean, what an amazing testimony. Isn't that, I mean. Because that, like, death is the. the it's great, not the end. It's the, the well, beginning. Well, it's not, but, it, but in this world, it's the great equalizer. Yes. Rich, poor, smart, yes. dumb, <laughs> fast, slow. Yeah. It does not matter. matter. The, the grave is ahead of all of us. And, Absolutely. And, and those are two completely different ideas to say that should terrify you no, or no. there's nothing to nothing, fear. Nothing to fear. That's why I have no fear of flying. Nothing. Yeah. What's going to happen? He's going to call me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to leave them, but I'm, <laughs> Yeah. you know, he's kind of pulled. It's pull, It's a pull. You know, I mean, I'm not. I'm not looking for death, but I, I mean. Yeah. It's. I understand. It's eternal life. And you hear people talk about being homesick and you go, I, I get it a little bit. Like the. This world is hard. Hard. And I love intimate times with Jesus. Yes. And to think more of that, that and less magic. of this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, like... so when our time is ready, I'm I'm not afraid. Yeah. I'm not afraid at all. That's beautiful. My mother my mother gave me that, really. Yeah. It took me another fifteen years to find it. But... Have you guys enjoyed after you've really come to Christ in a serious way, like being at church together oh, yes. and praying together yes. and has that Yes, it's it, yeah, she's, she's like I say. You, this is my opinion. Yeah. You have to make church a habit. Yes. Yeah, and I don't mean it in a, a bad way. I mean sure. because if you feel bad when you miss it, then that's good. That's yes. good. Yeah. And so that I yeah. think that's the thing is, and so we, if we're here very seldom, we won't, won't yeah. be. I don't here like unless to something not happens. be. Mm -hmm. Unless something happens, we can't be here. Yeah. Well, and I and you are coming. Like you were just by going himself. to separate churches, or yeah. you're, or John, you're going by going yourself mostly for, by himself for oh, years, years, and so. years, years. So yeah. what a blessing to and to he, now that not be the case, but yeah. to be able to. And a lot of Sundays, it's fun. You've got a grandkid crawling all over <laughs> you. Yeah, I, I mean that to me that is the best when you look out and there's grandma and grandpa and there's this little. Do you remember the sun? You, you weren't here that long, Pastor. When. I had one of them, Christopher, on my lap, and I gave him the phone. I, I have a game on there. I said, okay. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it was dead quiet, and the music started. We're off to see the wizard. <laughs> I didn't even know how to shut the phone off. Everybody turned around. I was yeah. banging. <gasps> I felt yeah. faint. You looked up. You kind of smiled. I thought, oh. Oh, but man. he will tell his he will tell his dad or something. His he mom. still says it. I, I, I want to go. I want to go to church with yeah. Nani and Papa. He loves it. He well, loves to come. And you know, I mean, that's our biggest job. Is, My prayer is, is now like passing that faith on to the kids in our lives. And so, how I mean, I think it's so cool. Like when a a baby cries or a, a kid game. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It's yeah. Boy, this is. This is our living room, and this is yeah. family life family. we're doing together. This, this is, is the neatest group of people. Yeah. 
Well, what else do we need to talk about? Do we need to talk about lifting weights before no. we? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I got it. That's what I'm doing after I leave. But uh, no, you know, going back Crazy. to my situation. Yeah. I actually first made my my profession face when I was 18 years old. Yeah. And and I actually, as you can read in the New Testament, you know, uh, Paul actually did this, and and, and I was rebaptized when I was in my 20s, mm-hmm. and. And, uh, you know, and it wasn't a new profession of faith. It's just to, like, yeah. I, I think you remember. It was you, a you public that, declaration. Uh, it was a and, thing there that yeah. Paul did. And so people say, well, how can you get rid of it? Well, Paul did it, so I'm sure it was yeah. okay. And, but it helped me. Yeah. And it did help me. And, and I was in a church and with the first really great minister mm-hmm. I was ever with, uh, a guy named R.C. Simpson in Salinas. Unbelievable man. And uh, it was really good. I enjoyed that church. That church was a fantastic church too. So in your twenties, you kind of you'd been in in your youth years. You had heard about it. You had made a profession of faith, but but somewhere in your early twenties, you said, "No, I'm serious about this. This is me for the well, rest yeah. of my life." No, you know, actually, what did that was getting married. Yeah, it right. You decide what kind married. of person do I because, want to be. Hey, I yeah. mean, you make sure what you call a little black slidden and doing things that you yeah. normally wouldn't have done. Yeah, and I was I was you know like that for a period there. And uh, when you're in your 20s and stuff, you know, but I just took and uh, when I got married, I said, hey, I got to make a choice here, especially yeah. with children. Do I want to be a role model in a sense? I don't look at myself as a role model for my children, though, to see if they do. And I always wanted to teach them, always, you know, tell the truth, always. Honest. My big thing was always honesty and integrity. And yeah. that's and I was. In the moving business, I, I actually had a couple of owners of big companies around here who told me that, and I didn't even know they were telling everybody that John Williams had the most honesty and integrity of anybody in the moving business. And, yeah. I, and I, you know, and that was really hit me, you know, but I, I never looked for that. Yeah. But because I always felt, I, as a salesman, I always wanted to be, treat people the way I wanted to be treated. I didn't want a salesman to lie to me and stuff like that, so I never lied to him. And I lost moves and I lost things like that, but I sure got a lot of them yeah. because of that. And lions, it's it, that whole like tangled web is a real thing, you know? Mm-hmm. It's so it's such a simpler it life. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we've all been in that you. kind of a situation once or twice. Well, hey, what uh what what gives you guys joy? What do you guys like to do? What do we like to do? I love to spend time with my grandchildren. We like to, John loves to go to Hawaii. We like yeah. to, at this age, you know, it's all about family. Yeah. Um, our young son, we're praying every day that he changes his mind and they have a baby. I don't know yet. <laughs> he's 40, got married late. So he's 40 and she's what, 35, I guess. I don't and know, they're both wonderful. Yeah. So oh, we're hoping, yeah. we're hoping for Jesus one more. Heart, yeah. Mark, we're praying no more. Because no, that, that's that we're praying for that chaotic mess. No, no. Oh Lord, no have more. mercy! They're hanging off the walls, Lord. Oh, that little monster that keeps running back and forth. That's the that's the going to kill us off. Yeah. But it's family now. Yeah. We had them all for dinner last she, night when they left. Oh, like, tell me what it's like. I have oh. to know when it is William's family dinner oh. and all the kids. And then and showered. The I showered them. Showered them all. So what? They, what's that look like? Just when crazy. Both the boys and their siblings oh, or their spouses they're and loud. Everybody talking over everybody. Who spilled a whole gallon of milk last night? Okay, clean that up. The dogs are getting in it. It's like, oh yeah. my god. And yeah. they don't want to go home. And it's ninety degrees. We, now we, they're we, all crying. No, I want to stay at night. We're gonna stay here. I'm not going home. I said, go home. We threw ourselves. Cry that they're they not cry. Going, yeah. cry. So that's what it's all about now. What do you what do you what 
what's a traditional Williams meal? Well, last night it was hot, so I made a big macaroni salad during the day, and I fried chicken kind of early, uh. so it was kind of just tepid. I said, anybody want to warm it up? They could. I did fresh green beans, uh. and that was it. I didn't even make a salad salad, and they made it up. I mean, this is what I love about you, is that you are using hand motions. Like, I know, I can't. Like, no, I'm saying like most people would say, I just opened up some Chef Boyardee. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, you make it sound like that was the simplest, it's not easiest my, It's not thing. my favorite thing to do. But, but you, I have to say it, it. But you just like you just made a huge meal for a it was lot a, of people. And... It was like twelve chicken breasts I cooked. Yeah, it wasn't, <laughs> and two pounds of pasta. So you was, enjoy that? I like it. You know that yeah. was one thing, uh, Grant. That was one thing I got to say, and my boys will say that today. Yeah. They'll say we always had a good meal on the table when, yeah. especially like dinner. You know, boys are not complicated have, creatures. No, a good no. meal is. I little. had a lot of guilt. I worked a lot of hours when uh, they were little. Uh, uh, I, I had a lot of guilt, so uh, I made sure he he got the award for the father of the year. Yeah. I went one time. I went one time to an open house, and the teacher said to me, "So nice to meet you. Are you back in the area?" Uh, I thought, "What?" That's hard. I got. I cried all the There's, way home. But if people are listening to this, there are a ton of working moms that go. I know exactly what you're talking about. I said to him, "What?" Yeah. Well, he had gone so many they times. They thought I was a single father. Yeah. But see, at that time, we had no real estate was done. And when we do just people bought need the their house. hair done? It's we just bought the house. We had no curtains. We had no furniture. Yeah. And no real estate. It was on me. Yeah. I didn't care who made it. He knew that I could. Yeah. I, there was no lesser because yeah. you made more. We need the money. Yeah. So I went and got it. And then when he picked up, then we were back on. Yeah. You know, I wasn't going to go to my mother. Riding she the thought the house was too life, much for yeah. us when we did it. I wasn't going there. Yeah. I was going to prove to her we can do this. Yeah. And so I worked a Hard lot. Hard working. So I don't, I love it. I'm not saying that. But he picked up the kids. He picked up the slack. He took them to the doctor. I mean, it was a lot for John, but he did it. And so I say now, when he dies, I said, on his tombstone, it will say <laughs> the father of the year. Yeah. I, I say that. I don't know about that. It but... will. He, he, I think I could have been much better. He, he could no. He could have but, said, "Hey, you know, can't do it." Yeah, but he didn't. Oh, well, you know, I and they know. I that. wanted to be yeah. involved, and with he a, was involved in school and stuff. So I would go to the teacher, the parent teacher. All that. Oh, I Lord. did all that. I wanted yeah. to be there, and I wanted to talk to him. And I, I and I can be brutally blunt sometimes, <laughs> and I will tell the teachers. Straight out, I actually told the Catholic teachers. About my son. Yeah. Somebody hit him, and I always told yep. him, don't you hit somebody because you're going to be in trouble. Yeah. But if you get hit, don't let them bully you. Yeah. So he punched the guy back, and she yeah. called me in and said, and I said, well, you got a problem. And she says, what's that? I said, I told him to do what yeah. he did. <laughs> yeah. That's. <sighs> I think that's been a, uh, a an argument or a discussion uh, in every home. Oh yeah, <laughs> I America. said you did I re- what? I remember those conversations. Yeah, you know you shouldn't start it, but you better finish it. Yeah, <laughs> I remember exactly those words. Exactly. Yeah. So so going back to so you like putting this beautiful meal on the table was a way that you could serve and demonstrate love and do you all this it. stuff. Yeah, and I maybe spoiled them in the sense you know if they wanted something. I got it for him more than I made him work for it. He used to get mad at me for that. Yeah. But there again, in a store, I'd feel, Mom, can I have this model or whatever? Yeah. How much is it? All right, get it. We go home. He goes, why did you buy a model? Because yeah. I love him. It, and I wanted it, to- It's because I always felt a little guilty. Ah. I always felt that little bit of guilt huh. that I was, huh. you know. I never missed a game. I never missed an event. I, I 
adjusted my book by then. And of course he was working good then and I could, you know, adjust yeah. my book. But the younger years between my mother and him, I couldn't have worked like I did if I didn't have them. Yeah. I had two shops. I worked six wow. days a week. Yeah. And on Sunday, never mind church, I had to clean both shops. Yeah. I couldn't afford at that time to yeah. have a, he'd come with me with the kids and mop floors and, you know, we had to do it. Hard work. So it, we got it done. Yeah. So I, I look back, my kids will tell you, my mother's not lazy. They'll say that, but they'll say, my dad so, was always there. So if I could wrap up the, okay. the Williams family just after 50 minutes of conversation, honesty, integrity, family, hard work. Hard work. And then yeah. if you get to play a little baseball. Yeah, that was that was the cream. I'll tell you what, that's not a bad way to live. No, it's not. That is a good way to live. I wouldn't change to it live. too many things. Yeah, the one thing I did tell, although the younger one is a little different, but I told, especially Mark, hey, no grades, no ball. That's, that's right. right. The That integrity, honesty, that's hard work. That's it. That's it. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. And the car never left the house after 11 oh, o'clock. Yeah. I'll tell you a real quick story. Yep. We bought our son a... Blazer, a little blazer. A little Chevy, Chevy blazer. blazer. Chevy blazer. High school. Yeah. yeah. And it's because I was protective. It's bigger and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so I had a rule. Car's home at 11 o'clock. Yep. You know, on the weekends. And he stuff. couldn't figure it out. At what home. do you mean 11? He said, you're here at 11. And so then he's senior. <laughs> he says, Dad, I'm a senior now. I can stay out. Why can't I stay out later than that? I says, okay, you can stay out to 12 o'clock. No, yeah, I said, I think I said. 12, you did. 12 o'clock. And the car comes at 11. No, I said he actually could stay out to 1 o'clock. Yes, maybe that was it. And then I said, but the car's home at 12. <laughs> he used to come home, drop the car off with his buddies, go with them, and then come back home at 1. You know, I bet you use this line. I, uh, if I heard it once, I heard it a billion times in my house. Nothing good happens after Af midnight. Thank you. <laughs> no, never, Thank I you. Really my father. Is that right? He had three my girls. parents told me that all in the time. Why, mi why midnight? Yeah, because yeah. nothing yeah. good See, happens See, I, ne I never midnight. really, for me, my mother yeah. really never had a uh, curfew on me. Mm. But I always did it at a reasonable hour. Yeah. Except for one time, I remember I didn't get home till almost two o'clock in the morning, and we weren't doing anything wrong. We were sitting in a co a, a hippie coffee shop back in those days. <laughs> yeah. You know, everybody drink coffee, and we we're yeah. sitting in there. My buddies were all sitting in there drinking coffee yeah. till one thirty no, in the integrity, morning. Integrity, integrity, and honesty is. Yeah. yeah. That's John underneath his name. Well, hey, you guys are wonderful, and I have enjoyed every minute I've ever spent fun. with you, and uh, this time included. You're so special. You're so dear to, to me and Tiffany both and to this whole church, and I really appreciate you coming in and sharing some stories. I look forward to doing it again. Absolutely. Yeah. We loved it. All right, Lighthouse family, for Patrick Hawk, Hawks, who's over there pulling levers and twisting knobs, who also wrote our theme song that's called Black Table Circle. Uh, I know we're going to make up a new name every time. Uh, <laughs> this has been John and Joanne Williams. Have a good day.